Welcome to this week's Henchman of Comics. I'm Alex Ashback. And I ain't seen the sunshine in three damn days. Why have you not seen the sunshine in, in, in three darn days? Uh, well, I've just been fueling up on uh, cocaine and whiskey, you know? The Johnny Cash diet? Yeah, I've yeah. just kind of been sitting at home just wishing I had a good girl to miss me. Yeah, I feel like you're quoting a song that I don't know what song it is. Yeah, I, I mean, I just wonder if I'll ever change my ways. Can, can you just please tell me what, what the song is or who the artist is? Because this is not named that tune in the podcast. Are you sure? I, I'm 85% sure. Oh, well, we'll keep going. I'm not going to tell you that yet. I might be dragging this out the entire time. As long, is it going to get on your nerves if I do that? Yes, because I hate oh, not good. knowing. Good. Perfect. Excellent. Great. I can't cool. believe you don't know this American classic by this truly American man. Brian Adams. God, you wish. David Bowie. George Michael. Ringo Starr. Uh, Ray Davies of the Kings. My Red Hot American Blood is boiling right now. So you're saying that it's lead singer of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, (laughs) Scott Stapp. Uh, I do have a Scott Stapp infection. If that's (laughs) is that the same thing? How is that not a band right now? Like that's not a name for like a a hardcore Creed cover band. (laughs) Oh my god. I would pay at least fifteen thousand percent. Yeah, just like if, if Oakley Doakley ever rolls around these parts, I'll go see him just for the hell of it. Yeah, I'll see the same thing. I really want to go see Max Sabbath, the yeah. uh, Black Sabbath cover band that's dressed like McDonald's Donald's, characters. Yep. Yeah. Want to see it so bad? Why is it? I mean, really, it could just be us. Like, yeah. Maybe, maybe we're Mac, Mac, Max Sabbath. If you want to know, yep. send us fifty dollars in the mail. Yeah, and we'll cashier's you check. Yeah. Because uh, I feel like that's what you're supposed to do. Yes. Uh, the greatest part about them, yes, they are a Black Sabbath cover band, but they, they. Uh, oh god, I don't know why I lost my train of fucking thought. Thanks for all that dead air, Alex. You're supposed. I was what? looking at you, and you were what, what, fucking what, what, around. What else do they do? Uh, they insert McDonald's uh, propaganda into the Black Sabbath songs. Uh, so not only do they dress like that, they also hail Ray Kroc. <laughs> Who's a kind of Satan. Yeah, uh, the best kind, because he makes delicious, <laughs> affordable hamburgers and chicken nuggets. Yes, for children yes, only. Yes, exactly. I, I eat a lot of children's food, <laughs> because I'm someone's child. Technically, that's a fact. Yeah. yeah. Try and take me off the child's menu. I dare yeah. you. Uh, but I insist when I order it, that's called the kitty menu. <laughs> I make them say it back to me. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, wow, that might be the longest diet yeah, yeah. we've ever this week. I'm so proud of you. We are talking about... The October Faction, not the Dark Horse comic. No, sorry, not the IDW comic, but the TV show on Netflix based off the IDW comic. Uh, That's so, a fucking mouthful. Before we begin, how are you doing this week? Uh, I'm good. Uh, you know, you already I gave you your cue, but it's fine. You already missed it. I already was popping it all off. We were supposed okay. to banter and you missed uh, okay. that earlier, but you missed it. It's fine. Fuck you. And I'm sure people at home are wondering, is like, is this just them doing improv or is this part of their detailed script that, no. they, that they write out? And I we, gave Alex we, one show note three seconds before he pressed record and he blew it. I don't take notes. Okay. <laughs> I'm like the stars of that TV show. Uh, Where's Honey Boo Boo? Dude, I can't look at you while I'm lying next to him. Stop. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about something that is... I guess more entertaining than the song lyrics you're reading, uh, the October Faction. So uh, it's written by Steve Niles, the book, anyways, uh, who probably is 
best well known, most well known for writing Thirty Days a Night, uh, which I think is probably one of the most underrated comic movies of all time. Uh, it's a great horror comic uh, set in Alaska, uh, where vampires invade this small town. Uh, it's got and, Josh Duhamel in it, right? Close. <laughs> Uh, Josh Hartnett of Sin City fame. Please don't ever respect Josh Hartnett in my household ever again. <laughs> uh, you need to rewatch Lucky Number Eleven. I think that's um, the first time that sentence has ever been uttered. And Ben Foster's in it, who was great in the Disney show Flash Forward. Uh, oh yeah, and another really fun fact is I saw you yesterday with an old friend, and it was the same old same. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> the song has got to end at some point. Uh, oh, you would want it to, but it's not. So anyway. Uh, I think that's a. Fa- Did you ever see Thirty Days a Night? No. Oh, really? You, you? I'm a horror fan. I've never seen Thirty Days. Have a you night. really not? Yeah. You should true. check it out. It is a great movie. Like yeah. the, just the premise of within Alaska, where Thirty Days a Night, so the vampires come and attack this town, and there's no daylight to save them. So are they sexy vampires? No, they're actually like real, like non Twilight fied vampires. I'm out. <laughs> I guess you can just watch New Moon again. Done. Sold. Okay. Um, uh, so I had high hopes going into October Faction. The comic's been running for a bit. I want to say it's on 24 to 27 issues at this point, um, which is a pretty, uh, decent run for an IDW book. Uh, and the show, especially the pilot was a real slow burn. Uh, but I was really on board with the pilot. Like, well, they're setting up the world. They're setting up the tone, getting us to yeah, know the character. Too. Yeah. Uh, we didn't get a lot of like action or anything, but I was okay with it. And episode two is a little bit slow, but still kind of built. And then like episode three, things started to go slightly off the rails and not like in a way when like when you watch like Riverdale or Sabrina, we're like, okay, this is so bizarre and off the rails that like this is just absurd and insane. It went off the rails. We're like this. Why? Why are they going with these plot threads? Like why? Why are they expanding this world? And they had established a world already. And they're just kind of ignoring that part of the world. I don't know. It's like Nickelodeon fucked the CW. And it was just <laughs> boring. That's the thing too. Is like, like I agree with you. Like this show, for the most part, was boring. Like, oh my god. Like I wish it was like bad in the way where I could talk about like how terrible and absurd like the, some choices were or yeah, performances. At least, like, like maybe it's entertaining that way. Yeah. Like even I thought the four main leads. Uh, I thought they all did a fine job in their role, but like they weren't like great. But they weren't terrible either. Like it, they very much served the role of the show. Although I think the mother was the only uh, acting job that I that I enjoyed. I like the dad, uh, J.C. McKenzie, especially in the beginning. Uh, like the first episode, like whenever like they were like in the grocery store, whenever they're driving the car, and he finds the old joint. Like he was fun, and like he had like some levity earlier in the series that kind of disappeared middle, midway through as well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just didn't, I didn't care for it. I didn't like his fucking Buddy Holly glasses. Okay, let's just start. The, okay, so start with his Buddy Holly glasses. Good. Let's let's tear those apart. Uh, the main characters are uh, Dolores and Fred, who are the mother and father, and their kids, the Viv and Jeff, is. who are twins. <laughs> uh, he knew the day that the music died. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Fred's father dies, and so they go back to the hometown of Dolores and Fred. Uh, to deal with that and hold the service and read the will. Where were you when you heard about uh, the Big Uh, Bopper dying? Is that part of that song lyric? 
Where were you when? No. Okay. Are you good. out of your fucking mind? Okay. I was just trying to bring some levity to okay. this already boring conversation. Well, I'm already bored well, with talking. I tried looking at your phone. I was like, that cannot be in any sort of song <laughs> that you're quoting. <laughs> that would um, be the best lyric. But anyway, so Fred and Dolores are part of this agency that hunt and kill monsters. Like, that's the, the long and thick of it. Yeah. Uh, but you're like, oh, that's cool. But then. They're, and then they add like the dilemma, like, well, maybe like not all monsters are are evil. Well, okay, that that, that sounds like a good like storyline in, in a point. But then they bring in like this military aspect, which was odd and confusing. They bring in like cyborgs, uh, yeah, which the, is odd the and confusing. Cyborg is out of nowhere. And, and then there's military SWAT vampires. Yeah, yeah and, and warlocks. And yeah. maybe people hate each other, and maybe they don't. And then the father is actually alive, but that doesn't really get like. There was no good reason. I felt like it. For him to be alive, like it didn't really change anything. No, um, not a goddamn thing. It was just so. And okay, and I, I think Matt will agree with me. The creature line on the show, when they actually saw like the vampires and monsters, was fantastic. Yeah, can we just spend the rest of the next fifteen or twenty minutes only talking about the creature design? And the it was great. Effects? Like, like I, I, I thought, like that, like that's what I wanted to see, and like that was very much in line with like Steve Val's work, the creature design. Uh, that's but, the difference between this show and Cats. <laughs> The visual effects yeah, were good in this show. Uh, but we got to see like true creature design in maybe like four out of the ten episodes. Uh, yeah. And yeah, it was very short-lived. Like vampire show. Yeah. There were almost no vampires no. in this show. Even like October Faction, I, think, I thought it was a cool name. But that doesn't really get talked about or explained or anything like that at all. I don't know. And not that I need like every show title to be explained to me. Like I know the show Home Improvement is about a man's life falling apart based <laughs> on the title. You don't need to tell me. Yeah, I mean, um, all I needed to know was the fact that Tim Allen was in. And I was like, this guy's life is in ruins. I mean, he did get busted for cocaine, so <laughs> that, that 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 was him on parole. Uh, so it's, but you're like, oh, what? And that the creatures we see in the first episode, you're like, oh, if this is every episode, I can deal with this. Like, like yeah. I I can take that moment, and enjoy it. But then instead, the main antagonist is this warlock who looks human, and her powers her powers are kind of cool in a way that she can just control people's body movement but like visually it's like oh her eyes glow red and things start to shake yeah like no like have like have a monster like have a main monster have like the lord of the vampires or whatever like be your main villain and like it's army member like that's what i wanted to see in this show it was boring what did you think of the love stories okay <laughs> uh actually i did like fred and the lords as a couple uh, and also too in the first episode, like there's like this hint of like maybe like racial issues in the town, or, like history of like the father was just kind of got dropped. The story's a lot of storylines that just kind of like went like nowhere. Yeah, they um, just kind of fall apart. But okay, so uh, the son uh, Jeff uh, is gay. And, wow, I can't believe you would say that. That's so heteronormative of you. And there's this other guy that he hooks up with, and like the guy is afraid to come out of the closet. But, like, so he, he convinces him to come out of the closet and, like, dump his girlfriend, even though the plan was fuck his girlfriend, like, dump him and, like, tell his parents. And this is all, like, in the span of, like, eight hours. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, just give me a second to yeah. do this. I just came out of the closet. And he's yeah. like, no, dude, fuck you. And man. they all became, like, a full-blown couple, like, in that time. Especially, like, when his intent was, like, was yeah. like hey, we have to be together. Like I, I, like, I, like, I know, like, I know what you've gone through. Like, I've been there. Like, I, I'm trying to help you through this. And then you're right. And, like, all of a sudden, like, they're in love and have, like, a very, like, rocky, like, first, like, fight and everything. Yeah. I'm like, this is. 
And it's too much. And plus the fact that like his boyfriend was supposed to be in high school, but that actor looked 32 years old. He looked oh older God, he looked than so the high schoolers that they cast on the CW. It's like on uh, 13 Reasons Why where the guy, Tony, the uh, he, he looks like he's like 45 and everybody else. I was thinking of Steve Buscemi's character on 30 Rock uh, from <laughs> the main fellow, fellow kid. Kids? Yeah, from the main. Like, like, yes. I'm like, I'm like that, like, that's who he was. <laughs> I was like, if he is in high school... Then there's clearly some sort of scheme going this on here, like, has, like a sports scholarship. Yeah, this this guy in the show definitely has a 15 year old kid or two. And then two with like Vib, like they make the like, oh, like she can't like make friends. She's very antisocial. Fine, that's that that that's a decent character trait. Charted out and like it shows. And then she makes like her first friend. Like she was kind of like, I mean, she was typical like quirky like high school character you see in like CW type shows. And she was fine and interesting, but then like that storyline just disappears for like five episodes. Immediately betrays her and betrays her, (laughs) and like eight episodes later, she gets her body inhabited by a ghost, and like she doesn't seem to care that like her friend is gone, and now like this ghost boy is living in her friend. Yeah, Uh, and she's she's more concerned about the ghost boy. If this sounds who never got to see and messy and the Return of the King, it's because it is. We never got. Oh, uh, I see what you're saying. You're going off the actual show. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Wow. It was a it was a fucking. Mess. I don't know, but like whenever I was watching these episodes, I was like, man, I really hope Matt carries this episode because <laughs> this is absolutely killing me, and I have so little to say. Um, oh my god. Yeah. It, there's there's nothing to talk about on this thing. Don't watch it. Like so. Can we rate things as a negative score? <laughs> is that possible? Uh. And where do you think this is going to rank on your top 10 at the end of the year? Well, right now we've talked about three new things. So at least my, t- so is it going to beat out birds of prayer, death stroke, and nights and dragon? God, I don't expect anything to crack the top 10 that we've talked about so far for me. That surprised me. Night and birds of prey. Uh, maybe it might uh, crack the back end. That's so. what she said. <laughs> I guess. Whatever. <laughs> uh, so, and like episode eight, uh, we get a flashback episode with the antagonist, which is the warlock. Uh, to see her point of view, I'm like, why do we need this? Like, I don't care about this villain at all. It does end in a pretty great twist, though. The fact that, like, she was actually the twins' mom and Fred and Dolores had abducted the children. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow, I did not see that coming. Yeah, they were actually evil people, sort of, but yeah. not. But then, <sighs> but then. Why are there, like, 50 twists in this show? I don't show? know. And, like. We don't get, like, what makes Fred and Dolores, like, good monster hunters. Like, we, we never no. see that at all. I um, feel like they could have done this entire story arc over yeah. two to three seasons. It, like, what the show... slowed it down and made us enjoy it and appreciate it. I, I agree. I like it. And I, I haven't... Re- have you read the comics? No. I haven't either, but I was I'm reading... I'm going to. No. I was reading reviews of the comics. Like, the tone of the comics is apparently very different than, like, the, the, the tone really of the show. So. If they made um, this show based off of some comics, those yeah. comics better be a whole... <laughs> yeah, it'd be the slowest. Yeah, these. and apparently, like, the characters, like, they each, are, like, have their own personality, right? And, like, if I was making this show... Okay, so Viv and Jeff didn't know that their parents were in the October faction. And, like, which was this big betrayal. It would be much better just if they knew. Like, and, like, that's why they move all the time. Like, they get an assignment. Like, let them know. Their kids have these warlock power abilities, uh, which I haven't even talked about, but they can, Viv can get glimpses of disasters in the future. Uh, Jeff knows things about people. I would think it's like some sort of like ESP thing, but like if it was explained it, uh, I never caught it. Uh, I didn't care to. Yeah. I didn't care to pay attention. Uh, a lot of times when we are doing long show binges, 
Occasionally, I'll have to stop myself from looking at my phone because we're in 2020. We are technology people. In this show, I was looking for. I'm an analog boy. (laughs) I'm an AOL boy. ASL. No, analog. Yeah. (laughs) Anal og. Uh, Yeah, that's what I said. Uh, (laughs) But yes, and I agree with you 100%. And like most episodes, I think were 39 minutes. There were a few that were shorter and one, maybe two that was longer. Yeah. Which is, that means that these episodes were shorter than like an hour long, like yeah. network TV show. They all felt longer than oh that. Oh my God. Did in every fact, one of them. Like, and like, I just hate just like needlessly crashing on them, but like the show wasn't for me, but the show drained Matt and I so much that we pushed back a series that we had planned yeah. one whole week to give us more time to deal with that series <laughs> uh, because the series drained us so much. Oh and we're like, we just needed time to digest our next show that we're going to binge. Yeah, I needed a lot of space to cry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex and I, I don't think we've ever like talked about something before we recorded it. <laughs> but I, there's been stuff that like we love that like we yeah, like it, like it, we it, want to talk about. We're like, no, no, we're saving it for the saving yeah. this gold for the show. Yeah, and I texted you, and you're like. Yeah, typically I wouldn't say anything, but this <laughs> yeah. fucking sucks, man. Yeah. It's so bad. I will say this, like, if the show gets renewed for a second season, hooray for the fans of the show. But, like, I will be a little upset that, like, Daybreak got canceled and, like, this gets renewed. Because I feel like it's very much, like, the same audience type. Oh, there's uh, no way, right? Yeah. There's no possibility in which know. this gets a second season. I, I feel Daybreak like the show would be a lot BX. cheaper to make. Since they never liked monster effects or anything. Oh, since they don't do anything, yeah. you mean? Yeah, Daybreak was post-apocalyptic, so. They all just try and look smoldering and upset yeah. the whole yeah. time. It's, Didn't the dad die in the end? That was so confusing, too. I don't like, know. The dad was like in like this limbo, and like in that limbo was the actual was the birth father of Jeff and Viv. And but that limbo was also in like the mansion that like they lived in the war he grew up in. But like it was like a dark, shadowy version of the mansion. And then, I don't know, and at the end, we see, like, his dad, like, in a cage, and, like, his cyborg brother, it was his brother, right, I think, think, in a cage. Yeah. And And he turns to him and he goes, I was headed to church. And the other guy goes, I was off to drink you away. I think that's what they said. Is that right? (sighs) Just tell me who the song is or what it is. Do you have a guess, at least? No. It's um, Jimmy Buffett. I, I thought with the terrible show that we were talking about today, I thought I'd better Jason Mraz? balance that out with a American classic from the true American, probably war hero, if I'm guessing, Kid Rock and Sheryl Crow. Wow. I had not thought about that song since yeah. like I heard that, that they were doing a song together. <laughs> You're wow. welcome, world. Wow. Uh, you want well, to know what my show notes were for the entire show? I just took a screenshot of those lyrics. Because I knew we needed to bring the show. Yeah, up. I have. So, what do you rate the show on a scale of one to ten? Uh, can I, I honestly? Can I give it a negative score? I mean, if you want to break the pre-established you know, <laughs> notions of like how we understand okay. and our reality and objective yeah, criticism, I don't want to end the our fabric space time. So, uh, I can I give it a zero? Yeah, I'll give it a zero. Okay, I'll give it a. Three. The performances weren't terrible, and I love the the creature effects Ooh, on there. I'll give it a point five for visual effect. Yeah, even uh, though we saw them five. Yeah, times. if you can just find some gifts of uh, <laughs> of the creatures on there, then like then you're done. Like yeah, you're set. Remove from your watch list. Yep. Uh, next week it's the end of the month, so that means that Matt and I will be talking about the end of the month comics for February. There's not a lot there. 
Yeah, it's a month about love, and there's no love in our lives because we watched October Faction, and I know my <laughs> wife left me because I forced her to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Did your mistress also force, like, did she leave too? I cannot handle that much drama and stress. <laughs> like, that's just way too much for me. A wife and a mistress. Just responding to two people a day via text message. No, thank you. I mean, you do text me every day almost. Uh, yeah, but that's, I do that because it's a professional obligation. <laughs> I don't want you to fire me f- from the show. <laughs> I thought you were going to say because you actually loved me. <laughs> no, I love one thing and that thing is parrot heads. Par- what? Yeah. Is that a band? No, parrot heads. It's what us Jimmy Buffett super fans call ourselves. <laughs> I love all the Jimmy Buffett hits. Margaritaville, cheeseburger in paradise, oh, um, sausage party in Boca Raton. If you had to dine at either Margaritaville or Cheeseburger in Paradise for the rest of your life, which one? Would I've be? eaten at Margaritaville before. Yeah. Uh, when I went to Universal Studios last time, and yeah. I was like, there is Jimmy Buffett. I know when his name's on a restaurant that it is to be a Michelin star quality restaurant. Yeah, kind of like we're spoiled here in Oklahoma because we have Toby Keith's. Yeah. Here, uh, I can only imagine the greatness that is Jimmy Buffett's restaurant. Uh, I mean, one day I hope to see them duel it out on Iron Chef. <laughs> I would be so erect watching that. <laughs> Anyways, uh, as always, you can email us at henchmanofcomics at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on the Facebook, the Instagram, like, subscribe, download. Mostly just subscribe. I don't care if you listen. Uh, but also sneak into your mom's room, uh, take $20 out of her purse, and grab her phone, and also subscribe to our podcast on her phone. For Henchman of Comics, I'm Alex Ashback. And no more vampires, please. Henchman ain't easy. Thank <laughs> you.